Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders in this very special bonus episode. My name's Ray Heron. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be catching up with Matthew Day Gillett, who's going to give us an overview of the whole GS Trophy event. And we're going to catch up with current editor of Kiwi Rider magazine, Ben Wilkins, talking to ex-editor of Kiwi Rider magazine, JB, about the GS Trophy. Without further ado, take it away, Matt. New Zealand is often regarded as a motorcyclist paradise, offering everything from twisting tarmac and beautiful scenery to challenging off-road trails on backcountry routes for the more adventurous. We've got it all. While our relative isolation normally keeps the influx of foreign riders at bay, that all changed last week with New Zealand setting the stage for the 7th edition of BMW's International GS Trophy. Founded in 2008, the invitation-only competition sees riders grouped into nationalised teams which are then pitted against each other and the elements to successfully navigate some of the most challenging adventure riding imaginable. All these challenges are, of course, taken on aboard BMW's highly capable Galandastrasse GS-badged machines. Previous years have seen the GS Trophy take on the steps of Mongolia, the jungles of Thailand, Canada's Rocky Mountains and even further afield like Patagonia. While BMW motorators at pains to point out that the International GS Trophy is not a race or a rally, but is instead a team-focused event aimed at pushing riders and bike alight in challenging new terrain, the 140 riders that took part in this year's event surely found that here in New Zealand. A big change for this year, of course, was the move away from the legendary R-Series GS adventure motorcycles, which have been used in the past, and back to the more smaller, easier to manage F850GS. While the exact route is still a closely guarded secret even though the event is over, we know it started in Rotorua while Coronet Peak near Queenstown provided the finish line. Some 60% of the route was off-road riding with the remaining 40% sealed which allowed the riders to take in some of the remote and brilliantly twisty roads New Zealand is famous for. In total, 22 teams from around the globe landed in Rotorua for the start of the International GS Trophy including riders from Australia, Argentina, China, the USA, United Kingdom and an all-female team and regional team teams representing the Middle East, North Africa and Southeast Asia included in the mix as well. In addition to shipping the teams here, BMW Motorrad also provided 140 bespoke F850GSs which were specially built for the trophy in Germany, being shipped all the way over here to New Zealand. That must have cost a buttload. This number has increased on 26 bikes from the last event in 2018, with each bike in an exclusive specification just for the International GS Trophy. So all 140 bikes are identical in keeping with the competition aspect of the GS Trophy, with each adorned with its own one-off black and yellow colour scheme with special GS Trophy graphics, including a New Zealand flag. For the 2020 edition, in contrast with the black and yellow gold is anodized forks and cross-spoke tubeless spec rims. BMW quite naturally also outfitted all the bikes with aggressive sets of off-road rubber to make sure the bikes had all the grip imaginable for all the terrain they were taking on. All in all, they did about 2,500 kilometres here in New Zealand uh, over eight days of riding. Taking the GS Trophy crown for a third time was Team South Africa, who narrowly beat back the close fights from teams France and Italy uh, with 394 points for South Africa, 382 for France and 380 for Italy. Uh, This is the third time South Africa's team has won the GS Trophy and, it should be important to note, these riders have never done the GS Trophy before. Once you've done a GS Trophy, you're not allowed back. It's time for someone else to have a go. Previously, the South African teams have won Thailand and Mongolia. If you want to see the full point standings of all 22 teams or check out some of the photos, make sure you grab the next edition of Kiwi Rider Magazine or jump online to onthrottle.co.nz for this and all. 
a whole lot more of the latest motorcycling news relevant to Kiwi riders. Thanks very much, Matt, for updating us on not only the GS Trophy and the background of the event, but who won as well. Congratulations, Team South Africa. Catching up now with Ben Wilkins, Kiwi Rider Magazine editor, who caught up with the ex-editor of Kiwi Rider Magazine, JB, who was part of the media team following the GS Trophy around the country. Now, this interview was recorded back before the GS Trophy kicked off, so apologies if a little bit of the information is slightly out of date. Take it away, Ben and JB. JB, tell us when you were with Kiwi Rider and when you left and what's happened since and why you're back in New Zealand. Yeah, hi Ben, hi everybody. Um, yes, uh, when was I with KR? It was, I believe, in the years 96, 1996 through to, well, no, so the end of 2002, uh, great years. Uh, working with John, Veggie, uh, Todd, a whole bunch of guys there. Uh, sorry if I forgot your name, guys, but uh, yeah, it's in the moment of the recording here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah recording. Yeah. It's not a video because there's no screen. Yep. So um, great time. Yeah, and I sadly I left to, to go and uh, start. Well, a... I heard you left to go and get some milk from the dairy. Yeah, I think that's what I told Veggie. I did say to Veggie, bless him, I said, um, it's, o- it's okay, Veg, I'll be back in a year, don't worry. So 17 years later, I'm back, <laughs> having continued my journalistic career in the UK. So why are you here now? What, what are you doing here? Because we're sat here in Rotorua today. Yep. It's a stifling hot day. It's 33 degrees and it's 6 or 7 p.m. So yep. you've come from super cold, yeah. miserable, frigid, wet UK. Why are you here? Yeah. Um, I'm here for the BMW Motorrad uh, International GS Trophy, um, and it's what's uh, that? Right, what is that? That is so. If one thinks of BMW and one thinks of their most popular motorcycle, the GS, and uh, every second year they run, it's we know BMW Safari over here, don't we, in New Zealand? It's a kind of a derivative of that, where they take um, GS riders who are just normal people who have to qualify, albeit, um, from various countries. They come together, and in this instance, we've got 23 teams, and I think that represents something like 25 countries. 59 riders before you, there's, there's more than that as well. And they'll be on an eight-day trail ride, as it were, adventure ride, road and, tra- road and trail. And along the way, they'll compete in all sorts of little um, special tests say three or four a day and they can be riding related you know trials or something like that so it's like a little mini rally like a little mini dakar or something yeah i mean i would it's um i'm going back a long way but the camel trophy when those landies used to go across the you know i don't know nigeria or something like that do you remember they're all painted yellow these little mark one land rovers or disco discoveries and camel trophy camel trophy Mm. and and so there's some of it might be a little bit wilderness related um other things can be teamwork related they might have to do something like you know get the whole team in a bike across a lake or something build a raft so there's all sorts of different tests so it's a little bit about teamwork a little bit about riding skills a little bit about exploring the world so it's a that's the beer there, isn't it? Um, in fact, uh, that's, that's, yeah, it is. Beer. Tell us what beer you're actually drinking. I'm drinking beer. It says beer by the Garage Project. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> beer. It does, and it's very plain. It does have that look of something you keep in the in the workshop, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, not to be things. So, so yeah. So, um, and I have to say, I've, this is my sixth GS Trophy. I've been very lucky to be involved with them almost from the beginning. I've certainly done more GS Trophies than anybody else on the team now. Um, which is, yeah, that's longevity, isn't it, holding out? Yeah, yeah. Um, this year is the first year I'm doing it without the bike, on a, not through planning, but... Yeah, um, you, you've buggered your knee, haven't you? Buggered my knee, yeah. Um, 
Uh, one of the first, yeah, one of the first and last journalists at this point um, to have got on one of the new 2020 Yamaha WR250s. I have to say, great bike. No, no, nothing to say bad about that. Love the bike, but I just managed to. Uh, it's such a good bike you do stupid things so for some reason i was trying this rock section in rain in wales with moss mud and everything else Mm -hmm. and um just went for a dab when the front slipped and it was just a big rock and your knee goes sideways not front back so so ligament damage meniscus damage and uh it's taken physio just to get this far you know there was there was i was told many times not to come not you know by the consultant but the physio got me together and I went back to the consultant and uh, showed him the progress and he goes well you're not riding so I went that's good enough for me at least I'm there yeah no so So hmm. what are these um, what bikes are these guys riding are they riding the uh, 1250 GS no no well this shouldn't be disappointed no this is great news everybody Um, no they're riding the F850 GS ah yeah GS Um, Adventure or just a GS just a basic GS yep a basic yeah but what it is, they've had the 1200s for quite a few years now, mm. since 2014. And it was time for a, a bit of a change. And, and, you know, clearly this model hasn't been given the, you know, the limelight. The limelight, Because yeah. everybody's abs- understandably taken by the 1250. That shift cam motor's beautiful, isn't it? It's just staggering, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, you don't feel the shift cam. All you feel is the fact it goes like a cut cat, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's fast. Well, it's the first. Uh, we did a podcast on this um, last year. Yeah. We took a trip down to um, the Taranaki and uh, down through Fongamomena and on the gravel mm. and back around. And I tell you what, that shift cam motor, it's amazing. It's yeah. the first BMW Boxer Twin that any of us had ridden that second gear coming out of a corner on the throttle, as you open the throttle, it just lifts the wheel up. No BMW before that has done yeah. that. Yeah. So that it's a stunning it's, bit of kit. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you've got the money, there's no better. Yes, I'll have a beer. Hang on a minute. Yeah, literally beer. Whereas I'm drinking um, <coughs> Good George APA, <coughs> which is also a pretty good drop in a squealer yeah. rather than a growler. There you go. So, <coughs> yeah, it is as well. Keep it going, Ben. They're riding the, <coughs> the, uh, the, the GS model. I've not, uh, I have yeah. ridden that standard 850 GS, mm-hmm. but I've spent more time on the 850 um, GSA, yeah. which... With the bigger it, tank, it's strange because all the all it's vast up in front of your knees, yeah. And you think, God, this thing's way too big, yeah. And you ride it; it's like, actually, no, this is all right, yeah. But like the old F eight hundred GS, I think that's a better bike, <clears throat> and I'll get shot for this, I'm sure. Hmm. But I prefer the GS eight hundred to the GSA eight hundred. Right. It's okay. lighter, more manoeuvrable. Yeah. It's yeah. only got a sixteen liter tank rather than a yeah. twenty four or whatever it is, or twenty one. No, yeah. twenty one. But what a that that was a great bike mm. the, the 800 GS and I'm picking that maybe the 850 GS is maybe the one that's going to be a bit better off road than the GSA even though the GSA has got the longer legs with the bigger tank yeah it's it's going to be interesting uh, of course I'm not going to know now mm. uh, apart from third party asking questions how are you getting on chaps it will be difficult I've ridden the 800 and the GSA 800 and it just shows that I preferred the the big tank version yeah yeah and I think yeah but, but you are about eight foot tall yeah six oh, I'm six. six foot you must be you're taller than me <clears> so. I just look that way yeah maybe <laughs> but definitely I, I actually I think what I found was the early ones had a different suspension setting to the rear the later ones mm. and this and actually the weight more weight of the bigger tank um, does something to settle it down a little bit on the GSA yep. on the 800 
and um, I was probably looking for more stability out of it because I'd had bad experiences in South um, South uh, Australia, South no South Africa. Trying to remember what year it was, 2010, and I was having massive tank slappers riding across the veldt over there. Oh, really? At speed off road, so, speed you shouldn't do. Basically, no, that's why they don't have because you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. You know, if you ride if you ride them at normal speed, you know the one where you will preserve life and not die if you fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't have the issues. It makes me laugh because we all do this. Go, oh, it's really bad, and you go, sorry, what? Why were you doing that? Because it's it's not a Dakar bike. It's not mm-hmm. a racer. So use them as appropriate. I mean, we 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 do suffer for this in the moment in adventure that people are sort of typifying riding adventure like riding Dakar and. Uh, and I know, funny enough, talking to some of the guys like Christoph, at, uh, who are running this event, Christoph Zimmerman, they're trying to get back to the fact that adventure riding is about interacting with nature, finding new environments, new people, not about going like a mad dog. It's not a rally. It's not a rally. A rally raid type. <clears throat> yeah event so when you see the you know the the extreme riding that comes out of gs trophy it's actually in small sections which are usually special tests so they're roped off it's not on the on the public highways where they go mad it's just a little little test so which is which can be confusing because people think you're just belting across everywhere and, and yeah speeds can go up a bit again it would be interesting i'm really intrigued to see this one to see if christoph manages to do what he set out to do which is to what he wants to do is the world to see New Zealand because mm. he's been here before. He knows how beautiful it is. We all do, don't we? And, you know, I, in that sense, I'm hoping it's a, it's a win-win for New Zealand because um, these guys are from all over the world, every continent, you know, again, an opportunity for them to go back and say, go there. That's just awesome. Mm. And ride a bike there. And it's fantastic yeah. that um, it's come here. Yeah. But the irony, of course, is that there is no New Zealand team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In New Zealand. It's, yeah. <laughs> It is. This is not unknown. Um, one, of, one of the problems is to put on the GS Trophy is it's going to cost millions, basically. You know, we, you have 59 riders, you have 23 journalists, you have something like uh, another 21 marshals. Then you have the entourage that falls behind. You, you have three doctors, you have a helicopter, uh, support trucks. It goes on and on. It's a mm. massive undertaking. And so to defray the costs... Um, distributors, importers in the various countries pay for their teams to come. Uh, okay. And because of that cost, it's not cheap. And um, for instance, I, I think the German team, they've said many reasons why they're not here this year. You know, Germans, bearing in mind this is BMW, but it it's prohibitively expensive. So unless you're in a super big market where you're send, selling an awful lot of units, it's it's hard for them to, to be able to afford it. And for a country this size, and thinking about the numbers we sell, it probably represents something like five or six years of um, profit for, yeah. for BMW New Zealand. So yeah. it's just not tenable. So, and, you know, and if you were, you know, New Zealand uh, BMW, you'd be looking to do something for your people, you know, to do just for three people. I'm, I'm sure they've got, you know, for instance, you know, you've been out on the safari, haven't you? Uh, I haven't, but we... Or was we, it was it safari that you just done? We ran the uh, uh, the BMW GS Rally. Right, yeah. Which we've done uh, a couple of times now. Yeah. Uh, down in Raglan. That's and the then rally now, isn't it? Recently up in um, Northam. Uh, and there's going to be another um, GS Rally, which we're going to be holding in November. So if yeah. anyone wants to get yeah. involved with that and it's um, BMW runs it but it's for any uh, adventure bike mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter if you have a Yamaha or a Suzuki you're still welcome to come along yeah. um, so keep an eye out uh, on our Facebook page on the website um, 
on our Instagram and there'll be more announcements for that coming up. So tell me where the rally goes from and to. It starts in Rotorua, is that right? It starts in Rotorua in a few days' time and finishes in Queenstown. The in-between isn't revealed, principally because um, we're a big enough entourage as it goes. Spectators pose risks. You know, basically, you know, as you know, um, we're talking small gravel roads and stuff. You start getting people trying to find you and the rest of it. It's You won't see anything if you, you all you'll see is a troop of bikes come past, if you mm. like. So it's not really a spectator sport. And, you know, if people turn up, it, it causes a lot of problems. I mean, as we all know, health and safety and stuff is so strict these days. So... Uh, that you know, it just causes more and more problems. Mm. So, um, so generally they keep it fairly tight and you know closed. If you like, it's a closed event, not not open. Mm. But so um, it's regrettable because it's nice to share. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I totally get that people would be disappointed that they can't see this thing, and it's it's going to be be what it is. But having been a part of it from the inside myself, um, you know, working for BMW, I'm not employed by them. I just work for them. Um, it's I, I, I get it from their side they need to keep it's it manageable manageable and safe I mean you know it it still goes wrong from time to time you know we did Mongolia in 2018 it went wrong quite a few times over there and we you, you know you have crisis situations where you're helicoptering a rider out um, and you, you have to contain the situation so you can't have people milling around in the middle of this you, you've got to work you know pretty tight Mm. So <clears throat> it, it is regrettable, but as I said, you know, as you just pointed out, BMW New Zealand are putting on some fantastic stuff for the locals. Mm. Uh, yeah. and, you know, rather than beat them up saying why didn't we get a team, I, I'd, I personally I'd applaud them for what they're doing because I know in Europe, you, you do, I don't see the importers doing as much as importers here do to to keep the troops entertained. Mm. Well, they've probably got more things available to them anyway. With it, more countries around, more things to they can do. Yeah, um, you, this is the thing. Again, um, having spent time here and having spent equal time back in Europe, Europe is tied down with land access. In other words, there isn't. If you're in Germany, you never ride off-road. It's not legal. Mm. Uh, you, I, I've tried riding in the Black Forest just on a simple trail and, and the police are on you in an instant. <clears throat> so it's not possible there. It, hence, people disappear to places like Romania, uh, parts of Portugal, you know, it's, it's it's difficult, and and for instance, in England, the trails that we have available, you'd laugh at. Mm. That they're like you know car park entrances compared to the kind of beautiful trails that we have here. See, that's the thing. We think yeah. we're hard done by here, yeah. But <clears throat> because of um, land access is mostly based on the benevolence of um, mm. landowners and farmers. Um, but thinking about it, we actually get quite a lot of access, and yeah. in fact. Just uh, just a couple of weekends ago, I was down on uh, BMW, the BMW Club's annual rally on um, Kiwi Rider publisher Veggie's old um, 1991 GS. And um, we were up in the Molesworth in the Rainbow. And I know these are roads, mm. but we get access to them. And uh, you've ridden them as well, haven't you? I have. I, I actually last rode them in 2004 uh, in the company of people like Kermit, that's John Fries, uh, and John Nick, and uh, Dave Britton. There was quite a few. Chris uh, Stevens was there, and we had a few Australian guests. We had a cracking seven days. That, that's an epic sort of set of valleys that you ride through. 
And we, we Stunning, had, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I seem to recall we had a rain, it was a lot of rain that year, and we were being chased up the valley by the rain. <laughs> and it, you know, it's one of those, you wanted to stop and look at it more, and at the same time, you really didn't fancy getting drenched. So we trundled through, but, it, you know, I remember there's a, there a big gate on, like, uh, a coal, isn't it, that's between the two valleys. Mm. And you stand there in awe of the place. And, um, again, you can't replicate that in Europe. You know, where you maybe, just maybe, in the Italian military roads on in the uh, Dolomites. Oh, okay. But... Um, their limited access. I mean, this is limited access. But what I'm saying is, that is world class, you know. And it's, uh, you know, if you can, you know, take it for granted. Yeah. And and but it, and it's no bad thing that it's limited access as well. You know, I think you do have to look after the environment. And I know what happens is if you don't do it that way, such as in the UK, you know, you end up with um, people trenching the place in four by fours. Um, you know, illegal riding and all sorts. And, and it, it sounds elitist to, to hold the access. But if you want to preserve it for longer, you have to police it. So, uh, and, and, then, and then you can, you know, it's not that difficult to get into this, is it? Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's not like that you've got to spend £20,000, put the money down before you're allowed to ride up. There's nothing like that. Very accessible. So I, I, I think it's awesome. Well, I, 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 when we did the uh, Rainbow the other weekend... We had to pay a whole twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you can't believe it, can you? I mean, you know, you you think about what it costs in Europe to go for it. You know, often you end up doing a fly ride situation because the distances and the ferries and everything else is. And and you'll you'll be you'll probably be down. You know, not two thousand dollars, but maybe three thousand dollars by the time you've had your experience. So twenty dollars, you know, is nothing, isn't it? So mm. so you know, again, be happy. That's you know that's awesome and if the $20 helps the people maintain the land and keep it good for you keep the road open yeah keep the, that's that's all for the good isn't it mm, oh absolutely yeah. so i'm sure you were hoping to be able to be, to be riding um mm. while you were here but obviously that uh, buggered knees not doing you any favors um yeah. ha, have you got any places that you wish you if you could have ridden anywhere you wish you could have yeah. been while you were here yeah I've, I've tried to do a few few bits um you know in the cars and stuff uh, uh uh, you know, spent time with Veggie, with Dean Humphrey in out there in uh, called Coromandel. Mm, oh, yeah. Um, but I, I used to a run I used to like on a it was a sort of like a Saturday morning run if nothing was going on and the wife would let me get get out. I used to uh, run down the southern motorway and you'd spear off somewhere like Pukekohe and there's the road that goes down to Raglan down the back. Yes, you know that one. That was a lovely and, and then have breakfast in Raglan and. Uh, I loved Raglan because as a kid I saw um, Endless Summer and they, they visit that beach and, you know, there was the never-ending break. And, you know, it was a place of homage, if you like, mm. to go there. But the ride down was always, it was a humble little ride, not one that's necessarily on the, anybody's list, but so delightful. But having been back, I mean, the, again, you know, some of the, you guys have been saying, oh, there's traffic, eh, there's traffic. Come to Europe, come to England. And motorcycling here, I, I miss it because you have an open road. You, you, you're going along, you only get one car at a time. You don't get a huge truck bottleneck of six cars and it's it's pretty empty still even though it's more 
busy than it was. Mm, and I, sure. and I, th- I think it's still motorcycle heaven. Yep. So that's that's the one I'd like like to have ticked off just for old time's sake, or or a tour of the Northland. That's always good, eh? That's beautiful up there. That's some great gravel up there. Yeah, great gravel, great streets, great everything. I mean, the, the, I miss the place, eh? I think that's coming mm. across, isn't it? I mean, life changes for you, doesn't it? And I, I did plan to come back, and I'm sorry I didn't come back from personally, you know. Well, the thing is, what gets me is you didn't even bring the milk. No, <laughs> that you went no, back I to get. Apologize. I, I did bring a few beers. They've been around and about. That's uh, yes, yeah. So uh, I, I'm just you know, and but I, I am in touch. The one thing that has changed, isn't it, in since uh, 2003 is I think worldwide communications have become so much better, and I have a lot of connections still with my friends here, which have maintained shows with the kind of quality of people I think the New Zealanders are that you you maintain these great friendships, and they've been it's been brilliant seeing John Hump. Edgy, Todd, you really feel the, the friendship and it is, we're like a little brotherhood. And so I, I find that that's a lovely thing. So, um, yeah, it's it's bittersweet being here. Yeah, Especially absolutely. knowing I'm going home again. And I love going home because I've got a family to go home to. And especially knowing that you've come all this way and you can't actually ride these bikes in the trophy. It is. It's, it's, it's rude. It's so sad. I tell you, when I did my knee, I was laying on the ground cursing really loudly because I knew there and then I was in trouble uh, you know there was the first risk was I wasn't going to come but even if I was going to come I knew you could say you know you know when you've done something bad mm. eh? and you just you're just going that's just so not right after all these years but hey ho I'm here yeah you know, exactly no, you fantastic the, you always look on the bright side yeah well thank you very much uh, it's been really good to catch up with you mm. and hear about the uh, uh, GS Trophy mm. and uh, what's going on with that um, if you guys want to hear about our trip uh, down to the Molesworth and the Rainbow with the BMW uh, Owners Club, um, check back for our previous episodes. You'll be able to find a link to that through there that uh, I'm sure Ray will put um, somewhere. And thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, JB. And thanks, Matthew Day Gillett, as well. This has been our BMW Motorrad GS Trophy special, our bonus episode. So you're so lucky this week, aren't you? Uh, later on in the week, we're going to be uh, re- releasing our standard episode recorded live from Shiny Side Up Bike Fest in Nelson. Can't wait for that. I had an absolute massive weekend and loved it. Till then, check out kiwirider.co.nz on throttle. .co.nz, read the latest Kiwi Rider magazine, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and if you've got some feedback we'd love to hear from you on the email podcast at kiwirider.co.nz I've been Ray, get the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Kiwi Rider.